fourth consecutive conference win. Blocked, snuffed, rubbed out, erased. And Georgia Tech with an opportunity. Austin still on his feet. One man, you can't believe what just happened. What a time to be alive. Beavers right, one to the left, straight back to pass. Going deep, throwing it down the far sideline, and it is caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith wins the national championship down the left sideline and wide open behind the defense. And Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the midfield goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy What's up? Welcome back to Man Man Podcast out on the plains. I'm your co-host Jackson. And I'm your co-host Nick. What a week. It was not a good week for me. Um, but it was a crazy week. So it's it, in the end, it still is a good week for me because if you're a college football fan, you loved last week no matter what. You know, everyone hates Bama. We hate all everyone. Everyone hates Bama. And Overall, the whole week was upsets, which of course was good for Nick because that's all he called. <laughs> and so, yeah, go ahead, give me your thoughts. Uh, seven and two, by the way. And I would be eight and one if I was an Auburn fan. But you know, if I was an Auburn fan, I would have picked Mississippi State, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was a really good week. Uh, a lot of upsets. I called the Notre Dame game. I called the Florida game. I called the NC State game. I called the Texas game. I called the LSU game, and the only game that I'm really, really upset about was the Tennessee-George game. That was supposed to be a really good game. It was probably one of the worst games of the week, actually. Um, I won't say one of the worst, but it was kind of boring. Um, Tennessee couldn't do, couldn't do anything, but Tennessee fans, don't worry. You got a lot of help after that. A lot of teams lost. You're still number five, so I think Tennessee's sitting pretty still. Um, they could... The rest of their schedule is really easy. They just have to win out, and I think they still have a pretty good shot because LSU, as we know, is probably going to win the West. They're not going to beat Georgia. So once LSU goes down, it's going to be Georgia and Tennessee in the playoff again, in my opinion. But uh, the Auburn game. So we, we go down, what, 24-3. Um, it kind of looks like I was kind of getting 2021 Mississippi State vibes, but we were Mississippi State. Uh I there's nothing bad I can say about that. I mean that the energy was new. It looked like a brand new team. Tank was playing good. Now Robbie can't throw the ball. The offense is still. He can really, run though. He can run. The offense is still really bad, but the defense played lights out in the second half. I loved what I saw. I know we lost in an overtime game, but we showed fight. Cadillac is a good coach. I hope we keep him on the staff. I hope he's. I wouldn't be mad if he's offense coordinator next year. Um, I just like the energy he brings. Um. Like, he might be better. <laughs> this is crazy. He might be better coach than Harson. I can't say that. It's only been one game, but I just think he knows how to hype the kids up, and it, he showed it. So, there's not really anything bad I can say about that game. They lost by six. They should have lost by 20, but they showed fight. Um, so, yeah, I'm not – it was a disappointing game, obviously. Like, I felt bad after that game, but uh, 
good game. Like, I have nothing else to say. I, I'm happy. I'm proud of that team. Yeah. Um, looking at it, see, I think one of the most important things that coach needs to bring is culture. And I think with Harson, uh, we saw we saw the stuff off the field. You know, he yeah. he sort of bought in off the field. He was do he was talking to people. He was doing his little interviews and stuff, and sort of doing the whole like fan stuff where he's hanging out with Avi and that sort of stuff. But on the field, he was dead. Like if you can look back at all the clips and you can see him, you just don't see any emotion on the side on the sideline. And sometimes that's good. You know, you don't want to show your cards. Sometimes that's good, but it also does nothing for your team. Cadillac, on the other hand, you never saw him falter. He was running around. He was still running back. Basically, he was running around the field. He was yelling at at the team, not in a bad way, but in a hype way. Even whenever we were down, you know, he was like, it's okay, guys. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. At halftime, he said, there's going to be a team that quits, and it's not going to be us. Yeah. And, you know, so you could say that they quit because they were sort of dead that, for, that in that third quarter completely, and we fought. That was the hardest I've seen that Auburn team fight since – probably since – I haven't seen them fight that hard this whole season. Yeah. You know, you could say – um, Mercer, but it was Mercer. You know, obviously yeah. we were gonna beat Mercer. That's probably the best game we've seen since last year's Iron Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and I was, I was, I was so hyped. We were in the room, jumping around. You know, we were watching the Alabama game at the same time. You know, we didn't know which which side to watch. You know, he hit that big run on the side, yeah. and we were like, "Holy cow! Holy cow! It's going crazy!" And it was just. It was so fun to watch, and I, I'm so happy that he's part of the program. And I think he'll stay on the program. I think he's he has too too much Auburn in him to leave. You know, money's a big factor, but heart's an even bigger factor. Yeah. So um, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for this week, but we can go ahead and get into it. All right, week eleven. We're almost. I mean, that's sad to say. Week eleven. So we're gonna jump right into the Auburn game. We got a uh, three and six Texas A&M Texas A&M team headed into Jordan Hare to face on another three and six team Auburn. Um, so Auburn is favored by one and a half. This is the first game we've been favored in since San Jose State, I think. Is that no Missouri? Missouri. Missouri. First game since Missouri that we've been favored in. Um, I think Missouri's the last game we won. So if history shows us right, we're gonna win this game. Um, and I think history will serve us right. Uh, like we we've been talking about Tank the past couple weeks and how he's elevated his game. Uh, he has a he has a forty yard touchdown run, a fifty yard touchdown run, a forty yard touchdown run, and a forty yard touchdown run back to back to back to back games. Um, he's playing like what we thought he was gonna play. Like he's uh, I don't know how many yards he had last week, but he played damn good. Um, Jarquez is playing good. We just got to get the passing game going a little bit better, and we got to stop uh, on defense. We have to stop A-Chain, number six, the Texas A&M running back. But if we stop him, I think we're fine. Uh, Texas A&M, like I've said, the whole year, they're not a good team. They have terrible offense. Their defense isn't even that good. Like, I thought their defense was good. I don't think it's that good. So you're kind of looking, in my opinion, at the same two teams. I think Auburn and Texas A&M are the same team, to be honest. Um I really see a lot of similarities, but the big factor here is it's in Jordan Hare. It's a 6 o'clock kickoff. It's in Jordan Hare, okay? You don't mess with Jordan Hare. It's, it's going to be loud. It's a sold-out game, by the way. A sold-out game between two, three, and six teams. That shows you this fan base, how much they care. Um, give me Auburn to cover. Um, I'm right there with you. I think that uh, as long as we keep uh, Robbie on his feet, keep him running, keep him out of the pocket, 
and then we're able to keep pushing the run run game, not just up the middle, but pull it out on the sides, pull pull out the sweeps, get everyone involved in the run game. Because obviously we know we can't we can't do anything in the pass game. Yeah. You know he's he's Robbie's in. He's just he's bad at passing. <laughs> he can't he can't. Um, but I think as long as we keep him out of the pocket, keep the running game uh, sort of mixed up. You know, diverse. You know, outside, inside, flip it around, and I think we will get that with with Cadillac. I I hope he starts calling some calling some plays, just because I, I just want to see what he wants to do. Um, but I think that this this Auburn team has finally woken up, woken up in spirit. You know, they're I think this is the first time we've seen you know players excited that they're part of an yeah. Auburn uh, yeah. culture, and I think it's just going to show during this game. So give me Auburn with the cover up. All right, so let's move on to Indiana at Ohio State, which they're supposed to be number two Ohio State. I don't know why they're not ranked. Um, so, yeah, so Indiana at number two Ohio State. Um, there's not really much to say about this game. Again, I just put this on there just for an easy pick, easy uh, one, so just in case we don't go 0-10. But um, Ohio State is favored by 40. They did really struggle last week against – I can't even remember who it was. It's Northwestern. Northwestern. So it wasn't a good team, obviously. They had one win on the season. Ohio State's schedule is really bad. I think Michigan's the better team. They're obviously ranked one spot higher than Michigan, but 40's a little bit too much just seeing how they played last week. So obviously Ohio State's going to win, but give me Indiana to cover. Barely, probably. Yeah, um, you're talking about one of the – one of one of the Heisman front run, front runners, CJ, um, having only seventy six passing yards last week. Uh, you're talking about an offense that struggled the entire game. Northwestern had a shot, and they weren't supposed to. And um, I think this this it really comes to light the teams that we we've, we've been putting on a pedestal yeah. and how good they actually are. And I obviously I'm going to pick Ohio State to win this game, but forty is a lot, and this is not. A whoop by 40 team, you know. Uh, we've seen their defense struggle against Penn State. We saw their offense struggle against Northwestern last week, and I think that you know where it, it's starting. It's starting a storm, you know, a storm where eventually it's going to come down on Ohio State. It's not going to be this week, obviously. Um, it may be even in the playoffs where it comes down, but uh, right now, give me Ohio State, but Indiana covering. All right, so we got Missouri at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee's favored by 20 and a half. Now, watch out for Missouri. I will say this. Um, they are a very underrated team. They play their hearts out every game. Uh, I've watched – I don't think they should be – I don't know what their – what's their record? Do you know? Uh, four and five. Four and five. This is, in my mind – Probably could, the best four and five team. Yeah, they could be – they could be a six and uh, three team, in my opinion. They've played really well. They've been in every game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, remember that George game? Yeah. Uh but Tennessee's just a really good team. Uh, Tennessee's favored by 20 and a half. I think that's a little bit too much. But also, I do know that Tennessee's really mad. They had a really off game last last week. I want to see what a young team like this does to bounce back because they're not used to this, obviously. they Obviously, they weren't used to that big big matchup. Uh, they weren't used to that number one ranking. I want to see how they bounce back. Um, I think Missouri's going to cover, but it's going to be – I mean, it's going to be – Close. It's going to be close to where Tennessee almost covers. Not a close game, but close to where Tennessee almost covers. So, yeah, give me Tennessee. Um, looking at this game, I I think that there's there's two ways that they can play this. I think that they either 
Tennessee's going to play lights out, and we're going to see see the same team that we've seen like against LSU, against uh, Bama, that same dynamic offense. You know, I think uh, Hendon's still trying to get that Heisman, and I, he's still looking for that for for that finisher. And I think that's one way. Or you know, there is such thing as a slippery slope. You know, uh, there, there's such thing as getting in your head. You know, after after a major loss like that, it's really easy to get in your head. And it's easy for Tennessee to be like, oh, we're actually not that good. And then fall down the slope. And Missouri is a team that can do it because, like you said, they, they play with their hearts. They play lights out all the time, even even in the roughest situations, like you said, that Georgia game. Um, but I think that I don't I don't see this Tennessee doing this Tennessee team doing it. I think you have you have too strong of a fan base. You have too strong too too much talent to do that. And I think I, I don't think Hinden's gonna let that happen. We're not gonna see the same Hinden that we saw last week. I think he's gonna he's gonna get back where he's playing lights out. You know, we, we haven't seen him inaccurate until last week. But that's gonna change. He's gonna he's gonna be back to who he is. So, um give me Tennessee. You know, give me Tennessee with the cover. Okay. Yeah, so we definitely saw uh Hinden Hooker may have made of uh bit off a little bit more than he could chew last game. He, you could tell it kind of got to him. Everything kind of got to him. The, but the, the, the sound of the stadium. That stadium was rocking. The implications. Every, it was all in his head, yeah. I think. Um, so I really do hope he gets a rematch in the playoffs against him, and I think they will. But, yeah, we, we have to see how he bounces back. I'm actually going to be really interested about that first half of that game. Probably not the second half because it'll be a blowout. But I just want to see how they bounce back. But, okay, let's go on to Nebraska at number three, Michigan. Um, I've said this plenty of times. I think Michigan is probably the second best team in the nation. Um, they're number three, which is not that far off. They're favored by 30 and a half. But you also have this Nebraska team that under Scott Frost was in every game. Scott Frost was fired a while ago. But um, I think Nebraska hasn't been playing really well recently. I just know last year this game was really close. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was semi-close again. 30 and a half is too much. Like, these are three big spreads in a row that I think are just too big. I know I said Michigan's the second best team in the nation, but it's college football. Stuff happens. I think I still think Michigan's going to win, but give me Nebraska to cover. I'm right there with you. Um, we, we've seen Michigan falter. You know, you had, you had Maryland and Iowa where those are two close games where they shouldn't have been, and Nebraska could be one of those teams where it's another close game. But um, what's his name? Is it Casey? Yeah. Casey Thompson, He he's a quarterback that'll throw picks, and he, he's definitely going to throw picks against this Michigan defense. Um, uh, Quorum, what's his name? Blake? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake Quorum. Yeah, he he's he's one of the best running backs. You know, some people I don't, I don't think he's better than Bijan, but he has the numbers that are better than Bijan. Um, and I think he's going to be a major impact in this game, like he has been this whole season. Um, so I think you're right. I don't I don't think uh, Michigan's going to be able to cover that thirty points, but uh, give me Michigan with the win. All right, so here we go with Louisville at number ten, Clemson. Uh, I still think Clemson is too highly rated. I know they only have one loss, but they got the beats break off. <coughs> beats break. They got the breaks beat off of them by a solid Notre Dame team. Like I said, they're they're pretty good. They're really underrated. But um, so you got Clemson favored by six and a half against Louisville. Um, Louisville has surprised a lot of people this year. They were they were supposed to go three and nine, four and eight. Right now they're six and three. They have a big win over UCF earlier in the season, which is now ranked, by the way. Uh, the guest bus is rolling. But, ooh, 
Oh, and Wake Forest. I do think uh, Clemson bounced back. Yeah, they did. They did kill Wake Forest. Why is Louisville not ranked? That's the crime. I think Louisville should be ranked. Um, but I do think Clemson bounce bounces back. They are favored by six and a half, and ah, uh, yeah, I think they'll cover that. So yeah, give me Clemson to cover. Yeah, I mean, uh, even in the loss last week, I think uh, ukulele was still. He he still he still played up to what we expected and uh, I still think he's a good quarterback. Um and it's games like these, like Clemson Louisville, where he's gonna show he's a good quarterback. He's gonna go on another another spree where he's gonna get yards, he's gonna get touchdowns, he's gonna play dynamic, he's gonna get him on the ground and in the air, and I think that's what that's what's gonna keep carrying this Clemson team. Um and so I think I think they're gonna get the win. I can see him winning by ten or fourteen right here. All right, so you have number one Georgia heading into Mississippi State, Stark Vegas, like last week. Uh, so if you want to know who the best team in the nation is, it's Georgia. It's the Georgia Bulldogs, sadly to say. Um, they proved it last week. They, It looks like they're going to repeat again in my mind. Like they, they look – I mean, in my mind right now, it's Georgia and everybody else until I see something else. Uh I said Michigan's the second best team in the nation. I think there's a drop off between Georgia and Michigan. I think it's a pretty big drop off too. Um, I mean, they're they're just really they're really damn good. Um, there's not much I can say about it. They're heading into Mississippi State. It's a six o'clock kickoff. Um, Mississippi State has an air raid offense that's sometimes confusing. I think what Georgia has to do is they have to turn on that Auburn tape in the second half. See what Auburn did. Um, now, it could have just been what Mississippi State didn't do because they were up 24-3, to but I don't think they're going to have a problem. I was kind of leaning towards this maybe being a trap game, but I don't think so. I think Georgia's just too good. So, yeah, give me Georgia to cover, honestly. Um, looking at this, you know, we, 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 we've talked about the air raid offense. I think that Georgia – Tennessee tested Georgia's secondary last week. I mean, a lot of people put that blame on Hendon, but no one was open. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about one of the best secondaries, if not the best. We're talking about probably the best defense in the SEC. Um, I think in the nation. Yeah, in the nation. I mean, it's – everyone said that there was going to be a drop-off in the defense from last year to this year, and there was no drop-off from last week. Yeah. Like, if, if you watch that, that, that defense locked up everyone. And so you can always put the blame on Hendon, but he couldn't throw to anyone. And that's why I think that we saw some inaccuracy. We saw, we saw some questionable throws because he had to. He had to push, try to push the ball into the hard, the, the difficult places just because there was, there was nowhere else he could go. And um, I think that this air raid offense is going to go into – is going to try to go against the secondary, and they're not going to get anything. So I can see Georgia right here with the cover. All right. All right, so this is a really, really interesting game coming up right here. You have number seven, LSU, heading into Fayetteville to face on the Arkansas Hogs. Couldn't remember their name for some reason. Um, So this is really interesting. Listen to this. So LSU obviously getting off that really, really huge win against Alabama. Huge, huge win. Like, it's an, it's really big. I can't say it enough how big it was. You got Arkansas coming off really, 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 really disappointing win against Liberty. Uh, you're talking about maybe the next Auburn head coach. No, loss. Freeze. A loss against That's, Liberty. Did I not say loss? No, you said win. Disappointing win. No, disappointing loss. Sorry. A disappointing loss against uh, Liberty. You got maybe the next Auburn head coach, Hugh Freeze, from Liberty coming over. But you have these two teams, and it, 
what I always see is after this, after a huge win, there's two possibilities from a team. They either have a really bad game because they're hungover from a really big win. They don't really care. And it's an unranked Arkansas team, by the way. Um, or they keep on playing good. They keep on playing good. And then the other way around, you have a team coming off a really bad loss. Almost 90% of the time, they play really good, unless they're just not a good team. But I think Arkansas is a good team, so I think they just had a bad game. Um, I think LSU is going to misjudge them. I don't think LSU should be – I don't think LSU is the best team in the West. I think that's just how it's lined up. I think Ole Miss might be better. Well, I take that back. I didn't even think – all right, so I don't think Ole Miss is better than LSU. I I just think the West is not that good this year because I, I said I don't think LSU is the best, but they beat Alabama. They beat Ole Miss. Oh, that's that's really tough. I just it's this is this game is really interesting. I just think LSU is not gonna come prepared, and you're facing a quality Arkansas team here. Yeah, so I think LSU is gonna go down. So yeah, give me Arkansas with the upset. That was my big upset, dude. I, I like that pick. I like that pick because. I don't, I don't know why, but I can't get on the hype for LSU. Yeah. I can't do it because, like, because even whenever I look at them, I'm like, oh, they're not a good team. They're not a good team. So like, I want to be like, oh, you know, maybe they were, they were just perfect circumstances last week and yeah. throughout this whole season. I don't, I don't know. And it sounds like such a, such a biased point of view, being like, oh, you just don't want to hop on because they're LSU. But like, I don't know. I just it's, don't. I don't feel it whenever I watch. It's even it. harder for us because you have to remember we went up seventeen nothing against them. Yeah. Us, a three and sixteen. Yeah. And so like, I, I'm looking. Even whenever I'm watching them, I don't feel like I'm watching a top tier team. I feel like I'm just watching the same team that we've been seeing. Just because. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it with Jaden Daniels. I don't see it with the with their offense. You know, I still I, I still think their defense is faulty, and so I mean, you know, there's no transitive property in college football. But you know, you could compare the Auburn games here. Arkansas beat our brakes off. Yeah. You know, he came into Jordan Hare and whooped us. LSU just. I, I, it was just because we weren't a second-half team. We were whooping them. Yeah. And so that, that was a super fun game to watch. And, you know, there's no transit property, but we saw two very different teams match up against Auburn. And I just – I don't know if I can hop on. <sighs> it's a tough – I think it's the toughest game to pick this week. Yeah, because I think it can go either way. I think – I think LSU can either beat the brakes off them or lose. And so I'm a just to be different, and it's a coin toss. I'll be I'm gonna pick LSU. I can see him winning by ten plus. Okay. All right, so let's move on to number twenty five, Washington. Head into Eugene, Oregon, face on the number six Ducks. You got Bo Nix, Dan Lanning. Um, there has been rumors, by the way, about Dan Lanning uh, uh, taking the job offer from Auburn and bringing Bo Nix over. Which I don't know if I'd. I don't think I'd be against it. I I think I'd like that. Um, but anyways, let's go. Let's talk about the game. Um, so Washington has uh played a lot better recently, the past couple weeks, than they did when they whenever they played UCLA and they got killed or they they didn't play good against UCLA, which is a good team. Um, I, this is Oregon's first test in about three weeks, I think, because they played UCLA like three weeks ago. But other than that, they haven't played anybody except Georgia. And they have showed they've they beat bad teams. I mean, that that's all you can do when you play a bad team, beat them. Um, this is 
a big test, and now Oregon has two or three more big tests coming up. They're, the end of their schedule is very, very tough. So I do think Oregon is going to pull this one out. I think Bonex is going to keep on playing good, but hit me up in a couple weeks. I'll probably pick Sony. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say about this game. Uh, I think that um, this Oregon team is rolling, and I think I I think that um, they're sort. Of, I I think that they might be underhyped or underrated just because. You know, I think that they're one they're one of those sleeper teams that keep rolling and no one's really noticed them yeah. until it's, you know, now week 11 and you're like, "Oh, holy cow, you know, they're they're ranked 6th." Yeah, they they can still fit in. And so, um I think we're talking we're talking about, you know, someone who's in the Heisman race bow, who's playing who's playing lights out, you know. We all know how you feel about it, but uh it's true he's playing lights out and yes, it's against bad teams, but you know, we always talk about just against, just because it's against bad teams doesn't mean doesn't really mean anything as long as as long as you're playing like he's playing he's yeah. playing really well and I think it's going to carry into it I think that this could be a close game I think it could be a really close game even in the fourth quarter but um, give me Oregon right here with Washington covering okay all right so here's another really interesting game uh, number nine Alabama heading in. To number twelve or no, number eleven, Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is still in contention for the West. Like I said, LSU. If they lose to Arkansas, Ole Miss wins. I think LSU would still have to lose one more game after that. I can't remember something like that. I think if, anyways, Ole Miss. Either way, Ole Miss is still in contention for the West. Um, Alabama. I don't think they are, or I think they technically are, but it's it's a long shot for them to win the West. Now, you're talking about, I've seen a lot of podcasts and videos, TikTok videos this week saying that they think Ole Miss will beat Alabama. I don't see it happening. Um, there's no way Alabama loses three games before the Iron Bowl. Um, that hasn't happened in, I can't even count how long. They haven't lost three games since 2010. Now you're talking about three losses before the Iron Bowl? No, I don't think so. Um, Ole Miss showed who they are against LSU. Um, they got, they got killed by LSU. Um, I think Nick Saban's going to be mad. I hate saying that. I hate saying, oh, this team's going to be mad because they're a good team. They're coming off a loss. But I think it's just the truth. I think they're going to be mad. I think they're going to play better because they got exposed. And I, obviously, I don't think they're a top 15 team. I don't think Ole Miss is a top 15 team. I think Alabama should be probably about 16, 17, to be honest. I don't think they should be number nine. I think... They, the only reason they're number nine is because of Alabama. I think they could have four losses right now. I mean, I I know they could have four losses right now. Texas, Texas A&M, I think they should have lost at least to one of those. So, three losses. Um, but I still think they're a better team than Ole Miss. And this is also a really interesting game for Auburn fans. I don't know if y'all realize, but I think if Ole Miss beats Alabama, then Lane is not coming to Auburn. I think it submits him not coming to Auburn. But if he loses to Alabama, he might get that urgency. He's like, well... I'm never going to beat Alabama. This is my year to beat. This is the year to beat Alabama. Because obviously this is the worst Alabama team we've seen in a couple years. In a couple. More like uh, 10 years. And uh, if I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm like, if I can't beat Alabama at Ole Miss this year, then I can't beat them ever. So I think this is a really big game for Auburn games, Auburn fans to watch. And, uh, yeah, give me Alabama. Um. I'm right there with you. I think that um, 
you know, we've talked about this slippery slope, and I think Ole Miss is going to go down this slippery slope. We saw a struggle win against Texas A&M last week from them. Um, and, you know, yeah, you can say, you know, Alabama lost to LSU last week. Bryce Young still threw for 350 yards. I mean, the only, I think one of the main reasons they couldn't win is because they couldn't get it done in the red zone. They couldn't, you know, finish their finish their drives because they were they drove in the very beginning and then they sort of str- they sort of puttered out, you know, each drive and then they kept driving and they still just couldn't fit it in. And um, I think that I don't know. I don't I don't think Ole Miss has has what it takes to take down the Alabama team and I think it's definitely going to show this game I think Bryce Young he's going to he's going to play like Bryce Young I think you know last week wasn't cuz last week was probably one of the only games I've watched Bryce Young not be Bryce Young he still threw like 350 yards but you know usually you see him run around in the pocket for 4 years yeah. and then throw a touchdown yeah he couldn't do that last week I think that this week he is going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to run around, do whatever he wants, you know, do a little dance, and then throw, you know, a seventy-yard touchdown. And I think I think that's the Alabama team that we're going to watch going into this game. So give me, give me, give me Alabama with a win right here. I don't, Twelve points is a lot. Give me, give me Alabama with a cover. And to be clear, I do think Lane is coming to Auburn, and I think this is going to be the switch in his head. If it hasn't already switched for him, I think it's going to be switched for him. I think he's going to be like, I need to go to Auburn. Plus, I'm going to get a lot more money there. So. That's a, that's probably just Auburn bias in me, but uh, that's I hope that happens. Okay, so let's go to the game of the week. Number four, TCU game of the week. headed into number 18, Texas. So Texas is actually favored by seven and a half. It's a little crazy in my opinion. Um, Texas has an up and down team this year. I just don't know what, what team's going to show up, but let's talk about TCU for a minute. Uh, I think they're going to, I think they're a playoff team this year. Um, they've played excellent. They have many good wins. So they did actually jump up to number four. I was complaining about how they were number seven last week. They jumped up number four because a lot of upsets happened. And I think that's where they deserve to be. Um, (laughs) The offense is just really good, like I've said before. The defense is even playing a little bit better, too. Um, But this is a really, really big test for TCU. And they still have more tests coming up at the end of the year, especially at the Big 12 championship. I think they'll have to play Texas again. But... uh, I think – I don't even think Texas should be favored. I, give me TCU with the upset, and I think it's going to be really close. I, I was going to say I don't think it's going to be – I think it's going to be really close. I'd say like a 20 – I'd say like a 31 to 27 type game. Um, You know, look at this TCU team. This TCU team is a struggle win. You know, we haven't seen a win by them over 10 points in the past like five weeks or something. And so – um. I think that they they've been able to etch etch out each game, but I think there's I think there's too much talent on this Texas team. You know, you have Ewers who's playing really well, and you have you know some some say the bet the best running back in um, Texas. I best running back in Texas, the best running back um, in college football right now with, with Bijan, and I think that that this week I think there's a reason they're favored. And I think TCU has had their moment in the in the in the their their five minutes of fame. That's what I was trying to think of. Their five minutes of fame. And I think Texas is gonna be I called it last week. Or I said it I said it last week that, you know, there is gonna be a team that pulls down t- uh, TCU. I said it's not gonna be last week, but I said watch that Texas game. And so give me Texas right here. Alright, so this is the little thing that we're gonna do at the end of each podcast 
for the rest of the season because we're at, we're at the very end of the season. We're gonna give us off the top of our head our playoff predictions. So I'll give you my one, two, three, and four seed, and I'll give you my two teams looking in out from the inside. So number one seed I'm gonna say is gonna be the Georgia Bulldogs, undefeated SEC champions. Number two, give me Michigan. They're gonna be Ohio State, then they're gonna win the Big Ten. Number three, this is a tough one. Um, I think number three is going to be TCU, Big 12 champion. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's true. I think they're going to beat Texas twice if Texas goes to the championship. And then number four, this is where it gets really freaking interesting. So you could say uh, the Pac-12 champion, Oregon, Pac-12 champion, UCLA. Uh, you could put Ohio State. You could put Tennessee. But... What I think is going to happen is I think Oregon's going to slip up one of these games, and even if they even if they end up winning the Pac-12, I think they're going to slip up. Um, I'm going to put Tennessee at number four, UCLA number five. I think they're going to win the championship, and um, I guess U.S. or what's another? What's this number six team? Who I think probably I'd probably say Clemson number six because I think Clemson will probably win out, but. I just don't think it'll be enough for them to make it to the playoffs. So, yeah, that's my playoffs right now. Projections right now. Um, so, obviously, Georgia at one. Um, Georgia, Michigan. The three spot is what I don't know. The three spot's what I don't know. But I want to do – I, I want to say Georgia, Michigan, maybe Oregon. Maybe Oregon. I don't know. Because I, I think TCU is going to lose. And so, who does that put that's gonna put Oregon right there. Well, if yeah. they win out, I think I think they can win out. They can well, be. They I think can be... if TCU loses, it takes Tennessee up to four right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Oregon can win out. I think that they're gonna put Tennessee at the four spot. So right now, I'm thinking Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Tennessee. That'd be a crazy playoff. <laughs> with Clemson right underneath. I don't know who would be in the sixth spot. I guess. Would you put TCU right there with a loss to Texas? Yeah, probably. At six? So, so okay, this is how it goes. UCLA or something. Georgia. Or USC. Michigan. Or USC can still make playoffs. They won't. Oregon. <laughs> Tennessee. And then we'll go Clemson right at five, and they're going to be like, we make it. But they're not going to make it. So And then Clemson and then TCU. That's my pick. All right. Go ahead and close it out. So with all that being said, week 11, we're coming to a close. We're, we're still deciding what we're going to do in this offseason, whether we're going to keep this podcast running or not. I, you know, we, 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 we know that you guys love us so much. So um, we're still talking. Send us your thoughts in the email. With all that being said, peace.